I don't mind having two relationships at this point in my life. Ace, I could totally see you doing that. Like two like boyfriends, like and I, I but I don't think I would tell them about each other. That could, that could get, get you could have an issue with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. are practical conversations about real life experiences with human design woven throughout, just like a tapestry of our human experience, but threaded in a new language. Featuring projector AC Brown, generator Rachel Lieberman, manifesting generator Jasmine Kenna, and me, your manifester, Vanessa Henry. In this conversation, we dive into relationships, sharing our trials, mistakes, and successes while considering our individual design types and profiles. So AC, I've been grilling you and teasing you a little bit about uh, making time to date. <laughs> yeah, about that. And you told me you were online dating. What is going on right now? So I took all my profiles down. Um, what? Yeah. How long yeah. did that last? Um, was the last I did. I think I started my profiles like this third week in May. Yeah, I just was feeling overwhelmed, so I just took it down. And then I actually hired a friend. She does dating profile oh um, i could do that job. like copy. i should have that job so i was just like okay what yeah jasmine jasmine that's your job jasmine yeah <laughs> yeah so she's she does um she's a, a writer in general she writes romance novels and stuff like that and so she offers a service where she does dating profiles and so i've you know filled out like her little application and got her to do one. She hasn't finished it yet, but I was like, okay, if I'm going to date for real, for real, then I will go ahead. Right. If I'm going to take this serious, then I need a serious <laughs> profile. Um, so I'm going to, I didn't even know you could do this. Yeah. You I had can. no idea someone could fill out your yeah. profile for you. Well, no, she's just going to, you give, guys all knew this. She's just going to give me the, the copy <laughs> and then I'm going to yeah. copy and paste it. But that is so um, you're opening up a whole new world for me. I did not know that was a thing. So I'm going to go back out there um, with yeah. a new <laughs> advertisement. You got to have it. <laughs> so hopefully by the end of this month, um, by the end of this month, beginning of next month, I'll get back out there. My partner is um, I'm doing this like monogamy, like trial thing <gasps> right now. And he's out of town. He's been, he's gone for a month. And I'm like, times are tough. Okay. So hold on. Times are tough. You've just come out and been like, I'm polyamorous. Now you're trying monogamy. So how did you get here? What? Why are you making that face? AC? AC's crinkling her nose. I mean, so, okay. Do you really want to know do. what I'm thinking or? Yeah. Okay. Wait, it's... let me tell Let me tell you something. First before you <laughs> okay. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, go so, ahead. This is this is a very intentional conversation because we're at the very beginning of something. So we're like, let's we both know who each other are. And he is also a super open person. I don't think he's pansexual or sorry, polyamorous necessarily in a relational way. But he's a very open person, very fluid person. So we're both like, okay, let's see for a minute, not for forever, subject to change. If we can like sort all of our own stuff, this stuff with just the two of us out and then proceed. Makes sense to me. Does that make sense? I don't know if it does. It does. Yeah. It feels good right now. It's like a little bit less, like we got enough other stuff to work out that it's like, maybe don't add anybody in for a minute. Or I think that's a bad idea. Wow. Okay. Oh. Why AC? Spill it. So, um, well, let, let I'm me, even more let sweaty. Me, just dripping in Florida. My soap soapbox. Here, let me put the soapbox there for you. Go for it, AC. Let me drag my soapbox really quick and stand on it. Thanks. You've already mm -hmm. made a declaration right. of honesty about mm -hmm. who you are and why you are. So it's like you're almost forcing yourself to go backwards just to try something when you've already made the declaration to say hey this is how i am so why why even test the waters of going to monogamy when you've said hey i like to be free you've always 
always said, I'm, you know, yeah. I'm Pollyanna. I'm just all, you know, here and there. And if I like somebody and this is what I want, and then you have this person, which is great. He might be amazeballs. He is. Um, but just, but putting that like right. thing on, on it so early is kind of like, I think you're doing yourself a disservice. You know, I thought about that and I think you're, that's an interesting point, but I will say this, all of the other times that I've been in relationships that were, that were monogamous, I never made an intentional choice to do that. I just showed up that way because that was what I thought everybody was doing. So I think it's interesting to say, okay, let's talk about this subject to change. Let's feel it out and see where we are. You know, it's a month. It's not like I'm saying this is, you know, this is like a five year monogamous monogamous commitment. Like, let's just see how it goes. And by doing that, I feel like I'm not putting pressure on myself to be like, I'm polyamorous. Let me like go sort out extra people in my life. If people come into my life that I want to run around with, then I'll have to figure that out. But that's not what's happening right now. So you know, why do we even have to put these labels on things like this, you know? And, and I'm, I, I kind of hear what AC's saying in that you've just sort of accepted within yourself that polyamory feels like a truth for you. And then you met someone who you have this connection with. I don't know that you have to immediately have a connection. You have to immediately move into monogamy. You know, you can still have this really beautiful connection with someone that is sexual, that is romantic, that is intimate, and you don't necessarily need to put the monogamy label on it. It's fair to be like, I'm really enjoying this person right now and I'm, I'm not exploring other people. But then to know that there may be someone who comes into your reality who you have this profound connection with and you're open and giving yourself permission to experiencing right. that person too. I guess it just depends if do you feel comfortable with this partner being able to also live that way or do you not oh, yeah. want that person to be able, you want them to only experience you? No, no, no. I do not want that. I mean, I think that we're both very open people in terms of this conversation. So I don't think that either of us are trying to um, to put anybody in a tiny category. It's just like, okay, for right now, for this moment, let's like have a building block and see what happens and Mm -hmm. um, and then go from there because things can get confusing. Um, Adding extra people into your scene at the beginning of a scene is a little bit, it's, it's, it's a scene. It's a scene. Yeah. So um, and I just got out of a scene. I mean, I just kind of transitioned mm-hmm. from a partner and a lover to a long distance lover part slash partner and the other partners yeah. gone. So I'm like, I, that's like a lot of navigation. So meanwhile, what? I just Sorry. haven't had any sex in a month. So, so is that what it is? I, is that what, that's what's making Do you want to be able to have, <laughs> is it someone to have regular sex with? Um, Oh, well, right. I don't want to just have regular sex. I want to have regular, amazing sex. As much of it as I pass, as I mean, much as I can possibly have. I mean, you don't need a, you don't need a partner, a, a monogamous partner for that, but, um, well, you know what you, you don't necessarily need a monogamous partner for that, but you need a partner that it knows yeah, you yeah. and it, that you're into because in, when I was younger, it was very easy for me to have um, I don't know. I mean, I could have as much, I could have partners, I could have sex with people, like one night stands, different scenarios. But now I don't feel like I'm like, oh, I want to have a certain kind of partner, a certain caliber of partner. And I want to have a certain caliber of sex. So. I, I really feel like you're going through the most natural wave and experience with this as, as, you know, learning this part of your identity. I, Mm -hmm. every, every person I've witnessed who explores polyamory or goes into a polyamorous relationship, whether they have a primary partner, a secondary partner, whether it's just sex, whether it is relationships, everybody Mm -hmm. I've witnessed creates their own rules and, or their own boundaries, I guess. And for each person who, who identifies this way, it's all about having really open communication with whomever they're swirling energies with. And it's, it's all about verbalizing boundaries, um, being open to change. You know, it, I think it's the future. I really do. You know, I don't know if it is for everybody. There are definitely people. Yeah. Like 
It's not, it's not for everybody. No. Yeah. But, but, but our society has made it seem in, in a way that it's bad and it's not allowed. And I think it is actually correct for like half the population sincerely, but we've all been forced into monogamy. And I, I don't feel that that is necessarily correct for everybody. It's just like the right. only option that I we agree have. with that. Yeah. And it is a societal, I mean, it's just, it's a social construct. So at least for me, totally. that's how it felt. So I don't know. I think that um, in some ways I can see AC's point. Um, but in another way, I'm like, yeah. I think like, and I even kind of changed my, my Instagram, like my handle to say just like relationally fluid, because I don't really think that there's going to be, there, there might be times in my life where I say, oh, right now I am monogamous. And there might be times when yeah. I say, oh, I have, you know, a girlfriend or I have two boyfriends or I have whatever going on. And so I don't really, totally. it's kind of weird to fit into totally. a box. Rachel, what are your thoughts on all this? Yeah, to me, it seems, I mean, I was in kind of a polyamorous relationship for a while. It was a while ago, but I feel like what we did was, it was like very similar to what Jasmine's doing. It was a constantly evolving mm-hmm. conversation. So we'd be like, like before one of we went on a trip or something like separate, like we both had to go home for Christmas or something to see our families. We'd be like, okay, well, are we like going to get with other people during this? Are we open to that? And we would just kind of decide based on how we felt about their relationship at that time and what was happening. So yeah, it was like monogamous sometimes. And then other times it wasn't, I guess. Yeah. Monogamish. Yeah. Monogamish. Monogamish. I feel like I would get so butthurt though. Like if I was in a polyamorous relationship and like, they were like, I want to hook up with people on this holiday break. And I'd be like, ow, like, you know, like I just, (laughs) I just feel like I'd be like, what about me? But I also do feel I'm monogamous, even though I intellectually grasp polyamory. It's a conversation my partner and I have had and we have a child and, and we were like, he was like, it'd be so great to be poly. And I was like, I definitely don't want to do that. But if you want to, I'm open. I'm split. Yeah, I'm des- I'm designed to pair bond. He's single. Yeah. And you know my theory. Single definition peeps. They, I think they have to choose monogamy. I think they are designed for polyamory. It doesn't mean you can't be poly. It's sorry, it doesn't mean you if you're a single definition, it doesn't mean that you can't be in a monogamous relationship. Absolutely you can, but it's a choice. For somebody who is like myself, who is split definition, who is designed to pair bond, who is designed to attach to somebody and, and basically braid energy to bridge your split wherever your split is in your design, um, it's correct for us to be in relationship with people. doesn't mean you have to be in that relationship forever, but it, it for me, it's not just romance. When I'm in relationship, like when I'm learning about something in human design, I have a partner I learn with. If I'm learning about something, processing my grief from losing my dad, I'm doing that with my sister. Like I always need a partner with something to to help mm-hmm. me experience whatever I'm experiencing. Single definition, not the case. No. I am I just told my kids the other day, I said, listen, when you're doing school projects or like you have a choice to work alone or work together, you always pick alone. <laughs> and they were like, <laughs> really? And I'm like, yeah, Mom. don't work with others. It's weird. It doesn't work out. I'm like, Tell and then I thought, well, I should look at all your definitions because- Yeah. Like if, probably if, some, if one need, of the girls, yeah, yeah if one of the yeah. girls is split, they need a little work buddy. Yeah. For real. Yeah. What about triple splits though in partnership? Triple split is more like a single definition person. Okay. Rather than, even though you're like, oh, they have more splits. So like a split definition, they are more, um, if anything, like they come at things from three ways to learn about it. If you think about right. that in terms of relationship, those are people who may need to literally have two monogamous relationships but that, you know, so they're poly for all intents and purposes, but they're right. in two, you know what I mean? Or they're in three or they're in because they're just, ex- or and maybe they have their single life and their coupled life and they're whatever, like they just do things. Um, I, I guess from, from a lot of different angles, but I know a lot of triple split people who are, who are married, who are in monogamous relationships. It, again, it's, e- you can, everybody always has the power of choice, mm-hmm. but I think it really, really depends on, I think we need to see more people talking about this just so that it's more socially acceptable. So we're aware that it's an option because so many people don't even right. know it's an option. If you think about how you talk to your kids, you're like, yep, go get your little girlfriend, go get your little boyfriend. We don't even teach kids about that you can be connected to a lot of different people. And it's tricky to even talk about with kids, to be honest. I don't mind having two relationships at this point in my life. Ace, I could totally see you doing that. Like two like boyfriends, like 
And I, I but I don't think I would tell them about each other. That could, that get, could get you could have an issue with that. <laughs> yeah. Is that possible? Because yeah. I'm a single definition. Mm-hmm. So I, I, because I've been thinking about this a lot. And so it's good that we're talking about this. I think I could do two simultaneous relationships. I mean, my recommendation would be to just let them know that each other exists. There's no lying going on. Libra over here. I can't even stand the lies. But then you don't, I'm not giving you any, any information about that person. You know? Okay. If they, if they would be down for that, I think for, I think I, I, it's funny because I was thinking about this and I was thinking about maybe doing it for a year. My brain explodes over this because like I would fall in love with people and then how do I be in love with the two people? And then what, like for me, the pair bonder over here, I want to like, if I experience something and I enjoy it, I go to my partner and I, I want him to experience it too, because if he loves it, it makes me love it more, like sharing it with the other person. And then if he's like, oh, that's stupid. I don't like that. I enjoy it less, which sucks. It's like, what? You ruined it for me. He's like, sorry, oh. I don't like it. I know. I'm like, then you call your other boyfriend. Then you call your other boyfriend. <laughs> Say, <Yeah>. you like it. <laughs> well, yeah. that's right. Or just something to where it's like, they know like this yeah. is an experiment kind of thing. Like I'm, I'm, well, first of all, let's talk about my three, yeah. five. Like I had no, I mean, I knew I was an experimenter, but I'm three a energy is no joke with that trial and error. Like, I mean, I mean, I, I was thinking about it because I just brought all these supplements and I was just like, cause I'm going to start like incorporating mm-hmm. that into my brand and talking about those. Like I will try a lot of things. That's correct for you. At the, at the expense of my body and things like that. But like, oh, well, I mean, like gadgets and like face stuff and, uh, you know, vitamins. Yeah. So like, well, let me see if this works. Let's give it a 30 day trial. And it's just like, you know, and that, like that's me. So I'm going to start talking about that because I'm always buying stuff. Like people don't know that. Like I'm always buying supplements. I'll, I'll buy like a $400 gadget and yeah. save up and like just to see if it works. And just like, hmm. I should start talking about this stuff. And so I'm thinking of, I was like, well, maybe I can experiment if I get two people who are like, just want to be in a relationship with me for like six months or something. And just, I'm sure there's more than two people who want to be in a relationship with you. So I feel like that will go very well. And I would love to hear about it along the way. No, I'm really thinking about just having like two boyfriends for a set period of time. And then we break up like it's a, you know, end it thing. (laughs) And then I just, you know, I talk about it and just, yeah. Well, like you can date, you know, they don't need to be your boyfriend. You just like consistently date them until you don't want to anymore. Like you're like, oh, I'm going to put this year time frame on it. It's going to last two months. You're like AC. No, but I want to have sex with them. So that's the problem. You don't need a boyfriend to do that. In my mind. But you yeah. don't. I, I had regular sex with somebody who Gosh. was not a boyfriend and and I'd initiate every time, you know, and if he initiated, it wouldn't. Yeah. But you're a manifester. You can do that. Like, well, you guys are just good at that. Like the boundaries, I'm like, nope, we're just having sex. Like, it's just like, oh, we'll see. And I'm going to leave before you wake we'll up. See. Goodbye. We'll see. Yeah. We'll yeah. See. Had a little phase there. Rachel's a one, three, you're a three, five listening to that. Like, I, everything you were saying, I I see that in Rachel too, with the experimenting, the, okay, this works, this doesn't work. Now I know on to the next thing. Rachel, how has that impacted your relationships? Mm, I mean, I just talked about, I mean, I'm a split definition too. So like polyamory is not really my mm. thing. So of course I went through my experiment. Yeah. I tried, tried it. it. I've yeah. <laughs> tried a little <laughs> bit of everything. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. And I would also say like, even though I am a split definition and ultimately I realized like they're kind of like you're describing, even though in theory I liked these other things and I needed to try it out, I always felt like I was heading toward something monogamous. That was like always where it just the pull felt. But I feel like in determining if that's the person I want to commit to or not, I have to like really try out a lot of things with that person and like experience them in a lot of different situations or or also like I'll often 
date multiple people at a time before I like narrow it down. <laughs> I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be way too scared to do that. Like if I, if I'm into someone then they're the only person I see, like I'm not even looking at other people. I'm, this is a six, two thing. Okay. So the six, two profile is like very caught mm-hmm. up in the soulmate mm-hmm. idea very caught up in that long-term, oh, you know, but then we have such challenging expectations we put on our partner because the 6-2 has the three life phases and you're a different person literally in each life phase. So to to think somebody could fit with you in each life phase is, you know, I don't know that that's actually well, true. I disagree that there's only three. But I also, yeah, you're right. I've just kind of blanket statement that I've been 12, yeah, I've been 12 like, different people this year. So right. I mean, there's so many more life faces mm-hmm. six two people and you're a testament to that so well that's i think that's my open g center to be honest but i think i i definitely feel a difference from my first life phase and then basically like clawing my way onto my the roof of my second life phase where i am emotionally a little bit detached i'm definitely observing rather than in it like i used to be really in the muck of things in my first life phase and now i i feel different um, in, in how I experience people this is the best way that I can actually explain that. Um, and for, I have a question. Yeah. Sorry. Cause this is for Jasmine. Just this Go for in. it. Sorry. Go for it. So how did, and everybody can ask this cause I'm the only one who's like super duper fucking single. Um, <laughs> be, so my goal is to have a starting five, like a basketball team. Cause I like basketball. Um, where do you find the time to date yeah well when you have 30 jobs like you had right like i'm just you know like how does how do you you know maybe jasmine can answer this how do you prioritize like who gets the time i mean because so all right i got a story to tell you guys so as i'm online dating and going through doing virtual dates with people i do meet someone very nice guy and unfortunately in the midst of him wanting to spend time and like us actually like do outside things and stuff, everything's happening and unfolding with me, you know, Beyonce, the increase in all of this stuff. And so I literally had to like almost (laughs) break up with him when we weren't even together because I felt bad because I kept on canceling on him. And, you know, and I just was like, listen, I don't have the energy right now to hold space for getting to know you because he would be like oh you know we'll call you know because men want to know that you're interested he's like oh you know you can call me and I was just like eh that's not gonna happen like I had to tell him one time like I'm not gonna call you and it's nothing against you or anything like that it's because I just don't have that capacity but if you call me I will totally answer my phone invite right and that's what would happen so I had to tell him like listen because we were it was like my second or third time canceling on him (laughs) um and I was just like listen um you're a great guy but this is I'm just not in this space to you know he was just like oh you make time for what you want I'm like yeah but I don't know you like the fuck like (laughs) I'm not gonna like you know so I don't that's what I'm kind of worried about well I mean he made a point you make time for kind of what you want to do so I think that Right. Maybe and that could be it. Special. Maybe, Maybe he wasn't but that special. I, but yeah. I also think that everything doesn't have to be a big deal. That's one thing I've learned in the dating scene is that you could carve out an hour. You can carve out coffee. You can carve out a walk. It doesn't like I used to do a thing where it had to be like, oh, we're having a big date the whole day. a whole, And nobody has time for that. I have three kids. I can't I mean, you got two boyfriends, three kids, a dog. You can't do all that shit all the time. Sometimes you have to just say, hey, let's go get a, let's get a bite to eat and then I'll see you later or whatever, whatever you can fit in. Jasmine, that's why people fall in love with you. Right. But I'm not like AC because I, I would have already been like, um, let's have a quick make out and like see where this goes because I'm not getting on the phone. I'm not spending all my time trying to figure out and get to know you until I like get to know yeah <laughs> then that also comes into play of like setting the expectations like i want somebody to set the expectations and right. take me on a real date like meeting up for a bite to eat that's not the foundation that i'm well, trying to build like i like somebody right. to wine and dine but me. you're honest. also like i don't have time for anything so you got to pick what you're doing 
you can't get wined and dined if you won't call someone on the phone. Like, uh, and like the restaurants yeah. might be closed, uh, you know, pandemic. Let's just keep that in the forefront of our mind. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, even if you take the pandemic out. Right, but, right. There's, yeah. You can't, you can't be like, um, I'm not going to call you, but could you um, take me out to fancy dinner, please? <laughs> the guy might be like, no. I mean, what's the problem? <laughs> What's he, might want, he might want some bodies. Let's reference the yeah. Vessel of Love over here. Vessel Rachel. of Love, Rachel Lieberman. <laughs> yeah. Help us out. Help us out. Uh, okay. Well, I kind of tended toward uh, codependency. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Well, now that, I, now that I know that I'm a Vessel of Love, I will throw everything away to go out on a good date with somebody. Like, I will just, like... That oh, was, wow. was so exciting, way better than anything else I was doing. I don't know if that would be the case now because I have like more of a sense of self and I haven't really like dated dated since I got my sense of self, <laughs> not in the way I used to before that, like online dating. But yeah, like I, I think there's like nothing better than just like going out with someone. And it's probably why I've ended up with a partner who also is super busy with his own projects because it kind of pushes me to be busy with my own projects. So yeah, I just think it's like whatever, whatever you feel is really important because I think at that time in my life, I thought that like the most important thing, like I would find myself when I found a partner, whereas you might be feeling like I'm going to really get to where I want to go by working through my business or whatever. So sounds like I'm screwed. Mm. All right. <laughs> no. <You're not. laughs> well, I will you're not. Well, I will say this as a right angle, you know, cross of rulership. I will say this. My youthful days, I would drop anything for somebody like me. I'm like, oh my God, you like me. Yes. But now I and I'm maybe this is you know, the universe's, you know, spirits like kind of gift to me for working on myself and doing all of the inner work and therapy and coaching Mm -hmm. and all of that stuff that I know my worth now. So someone's literally going to have to like stop me in my tracks and say, you're mine. I'm going to make this happen because I really, I'm, I, I would like to incorporate that in my life, but I'm focused on the trajectory that I've been set out for 15 almost 20 years ago of like this these career kind of things and so it's just like oh it's happening it's unfolding I have to keep going and then it's just like but you know I do want to get married I do want to you know pop out a kid or you know what I mean so it's just like but you could do both I think no I will I will do both I don't think it's it's either or I will do Mm -hmm. both I think the difference in mentality of like Rachel said like at one point I was like a relationship's gonna change everything for me and like it was and I'm not sure you didn't say it like that but that's how I used to think like a relationship is gonna be the catalyst I'm gonna get a relationship and then everything's just gonna be great and then my career is gonna take off and then this and then that and it was just like that didn't happen girl so now here I am and it's like okay now I have to like incorporate a relationship yeah I mean I don't know. I I think that there has to be a way in though, you know, like, like instead of there, instead of it being like, this is my trajectory, you have to say, or like, I'm open to an invitation for, for a different trajectory, you know, like I'm, or for someone to join my trajectory, because if it's just the AC show over here, like nobody's getting in that shit. Like nobody's getting in. Well, I'm open to someone else being an addition to my trajectory. Absolutely. That's what I want. I don't want mm-hmm. someone who I have to like make a choice who doesn't have their own right. shit going on yeah. and who's yeah. like, Oh, well, you know, well, you want to have a career. You want to have a relationship. Like, I don't want that. I want someone who's going to be an addition right. to my trajectory, but right. that comes with someone else who also knows their self, who also has their own purpose, who where we can right. be together and then simultaneously be you know, following and pursuing our goals and our passions alongside each other. That's how oh, I, I envision that. it. Yeah. That's how I that's beautiful. It. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's such a possibility. Okay. Well, Jasmine, why don't yeah, you, you just you, go ahead? How about I give you my password? <laughs> yeah. Let me listen. You can just I choose do, the guy. 
I, I mean, this is, I will, I will like energetically, I will look and see who, it, who's is the just, best person yeah, for you on your talk to them. Are you, what are you doing? Are you doing Tinder? No, no don't do Tinder. I don't do Good. Tinder. Do you I, like, so I like hinged and bumble. Okay. And I'm going to also so, try coffee meets bagel. So I'm going to do three when I get back. Oh, on. I heard that that's cute. I haven't, I don't know. I don't really know. I've not done any of them. I will hop on to like a Tinder scene just to see like what's happening in the world and then go, this is not for me because I have to meet someone. I have to like smell someone's armpit to like decide whether or not I like them. Like they have to be in my aura, but my girlfriends, like I will message their, their people or swipe for them all the time. And they're like, you pick good people. Okay. Well then you've got a job. Once I'm back on, you have a job. So there you go. You got to read between the profile really comes the profile really comes into play here though. Like just thinking about Jasmine's two, four Jasmine literally needs to be, her barrier needs to be broken down. Like she, someone needs to come at her as a friend. And then, so she literally needs to yeah, get to know them quickly, get out. And then hmm, was there something there? Did they get to me? Did they get to my core? Yeah. And then once that is penetrated in that way, it's almost like you're open to it. And then it would be hard to see anyone else just like reflecting on that, the two, four complexity. Mm-hmm. Um, the phrasing that we always say is like you're naked yeah. in the house and there's a parade going by and everybody, and you don't even know there's a parade, right. you know, you're kind of doing your own thing. But if somebody gets to you, if somebody, and it always comes through friendship for the two, four, they're always, always a friend first. And, and it doesn't mean they're like your long-term friends, but there's that friendliness. Right. Friendliness. Hey, 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 yes. Hey. I would say that. Yeah. I don't like anybody who's um, overtly hitting on me. Like, so you like covert like, operations happening. I do. Someone who's I like, I'm hey, like, Jasmine, let's go out for a drink. And then you're like drinking. And then it's like 11 o'clock at night. And they're like, like listen, that was I fun. Yeah. want you. And you're like, oh, where did that come from? Oh, I'm so surprised. Yeah. No, uh, maybe. Uh, actually, no. wouldn't it be uh, just sorry, two, four. It would be Jasmine saying, I want you. Probably. Yeah. They're, they're all after dating, like four all, or five all, drinks. You know, yeah. yeah. And then it's just no, like- but I'm the kind of person who's like this. If we have a little like um, a back and forth, a witty banter, something that's yeah, like there has to be like, that's the kind of connection. And then I walk away from that person and then I go, oh, I never really thought about that. Yeah. And then the mm-hmm. next time I see them, I'm like, hey. What's going on? Some, like something's going on here. Interesting. And then, yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to get, I'm just, this is going to be something I do. Gosh. This yeah. person. Yeah. It's very, like, I don't so have jealous. like a, um, yeah, that's, I don't know if that's the sacralness. I don't know what it is, but once I, once I say, I also have gate 59, which I think is like the aura breaker. And where is gate 59? What do you mean? Oh, what energy sent? What oh, energy coming center? right off my sacral. Yeah. yeah. And my last two partners both had six, the six. So it's like, oh, yeah. And Getting it um, on. And where's the six? My emotion. Where's coming the six? Emotion. Yeah. Yeah. Solar plexus. Right. So I can be very much like, gosh, I wish I had, had my that aura instead of getting me. after it. Oh, sorry. I'm just thinking. Yeah, maybe my sexual experiences would have been so much better if I had fifty nine to six instead of nineteen to forty nine. Um, <laughs> nineteen through forty nine is in the root root to the em- emotional, but it's the most sensitive. Channel. So sensitive, but it's, that's a good sensitivity, sensitive. though. Too. Like, I mean, Oprah true. has it, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's great and all, but geez. Uh, I, I, you know what I call, I call, so, I call 59 through six, the whole channel. Um, so it is, it, I just, <laughs> it is. So, I call it the baby makers. Yeah. yeah I just call it the whole, like, and then people are like, well, what do you, what do you mean? Am I home? I'm like, no, you brought, but you probably had like an experience or a phase of wholeness. <laughs> so, yeah. But I mean, I'm, I'm grateful for the 19 through 49, but it's very sensitive and it's very, and I think that's why. I haven't been able to have as many freeing sexual experiences as I've wanted to because of that attachment Mm -hmm. that comes with that whole, you know, sex for me is a very transformative experience because I I prefer 
to when I'm in. That's why I guess when I have sex and relationships, my goal is to be my man's porn star. So, oh, yeah, that's I'm very I'm very, very sexual. I'm very, very open to different sexual experiences. Well, you got that channel. And but I think the channel has hindered me because I'm not as free as I would like to be just like random sex or sex with dating and things like that. Like it has to be like some type of partnered kind of committed thing where I know like I can be truly free and let my guard down with that person. Totally. The, the, the three channels between the root and the solar plexus, whenever I'm studying um, the sex energetics in human design, those three channels are the most sexual chan- channels and you can have powerful connections with people. You can literally fall in love with people, uh, energetically speaking, through sex. Horrible. But it really depends. It really depends if it's an unconscious line or a conscious line. You know, if you don't even know this is going on and you're like bonded to this person, you know, it's, it can be, it can be a lot. Is, is the 1949 individual energy or is it, I can't think of which circuit it is. I'm not I was, sure at the top of my Yeah. Head. I was just listening to a, a YouTube on all the different uh, sexual streams. And so there's all these differences between individual circuitry, collective circuitry, yep. and then tribal. Mm-hmm. And I believe that it is, and I'll double check for you right now. It is tribal. Yes. It is. Okay. So yeah, the tribal is like, like, yeah, it's like, we're going to support one another. This is like what we're, you know, this is the deal. Well, some people call that channel, the love and marriage channel. So it's just like, right. I get it. And it's just like, well, fuck me. Like, you know what I mean? I'd rather have the whole channel. Um, (laughs) You know, I mean, just as far as experiences in my life, because me being a three, five. So let's break this down a little bit and the way I'm thinking. So naturally, I'm wanting to experiment any damn way, but then I have this strong pull to attach to people. I'm almost fighting against myself. Does, does that make sense? So naturally I'm yeah. like, I want to, I want to let's, let's have multiple boyfriends. Let's do that for a while. But then that whole sensitive kind of channel there is like, but no, we need to be together with someone. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like that hard kind of pull. And it's just like, oh, what am I going to do about this? I don't have any answers, though. I don't know what you do. And then for me, the 49 is conscious. And then the 19 is conscious and unconscious. So my awareness of this is like, okay, because I've even like had like past life regression kind of sessions and, you know, meet my attachment when it comes to sex is very strong that I have to like going forward. Like I have to even wait a little bit of time before going there with someone because my mind just is like drugs. (laughs) Just like, Oh my God, the dick is great. We're in love. (laughs) We're going to get married. And it's like, no, it's like, so yeah. So sorry guys. I just took a, if if I don't feel safe with someone, I can't have sex, not even if it's exhilarating. And I am having, listen to you, I had a very different experience. I grew up in a home where sexuality was like talked about. I I remember like seeing my parents, like catching my parents, like hooking up. You're like, ah, and they would like make a little joke. And I had friends who were like, oh, I've never even seen my parents kiss. I was like, oh my gosh, that was not my experience. Um, But then I had a sexual trauma as a child and was very fearful of men in general and had to sort of become, I, I felt like I had to always be in control and like, I, I want to say as a child, like in charge of the man, if that makes sense. And I didn't date, like it wasn't like, I didn't, I, I say that like on the playground. And then, you know, when I had cancer at 16, I then had a lot of surgeries. Um, I was bald and there was a lot of people who were having sexual experiences and I was way too insecure. My, my Venus also is in the 12th house, uh, the house of the unknown, the house of hidden Venus being the relationships and beauty. And I felt quite hideous for a long time, something I still kind of deal with, with in regards to sort of feeling attractive. And when I first had sex, I was 20 and all my friends had already been having sex, but I was like kind of going through chemo and nobody, I felt like who would be attracted to me. And then I had so many, I had scars all over my body that I was very afraid to be seen naked. Yeah. AC, I I, I'm sure you can relate in that way. And 
in my 20s, I then had a breast reduction. So I had all these new scars, but I also had it. I had already had sex at that point with one person and it had been so long since I had had sex. It had been, I want to say two years that I was like, who is the safest person I know? And I called literally like a guy friend and like thought I would like put a little move just to like get, you know, it was like my best friend growing up kind of thing. And then that was somebody I had a sexual relationship with, but only because I wasn't afraid that he was going to like think I was grotesque or that I, you know, or was, I, I was just very um, vulnerable and insecure, I guess, in that way. And actually didn't sleep with a lot of people because of that. And then when I did meet my partner, just to kind of go almost like the other side of AC, some of the things you were saying, my whole trajectory changed after meeting my partner. I thought I was going this way and then meeting this person like changed the way I see the world. And then this person and I had a child and that changed things even more for me. And so like this set thing that I thought I was going to be and where I was going to go completely changed, excuse me, completely changed and took me somewhere I couldn't even imagine going. And I would never have been able to get to where I am here uh, without these two new people, my partner and my child. And oddly enough, that's only when my career took off was when, and I had a lot of careers, uh, and a lot of successful careers. Like when I met my partner, I was making a lot of money in finance. And then being with him and in his energy and just was seeing this new world, I ended up getting out of that because I wasn't happy. And then went full-time freelance and have been literally a digital entrepreneur since being with my partner. So I don't know that we should ever really set rules on ourselves on how our life is going to look because I think a lot of it comes down to what we were shown as kids and how the world told us we should be and you got to have a partner by this age and you got to date for two years and then you got to get married and then you got to have a baby. Like I'm not married. And I don't know that I ever want to be married. Um, just because of what, I don't know. It just doesn't, it doesn't feel right. And I don't necessarily identify with having one partner forever. Uh, I'm in a spiritual relationship, I think with my partner and I'm invested in his growth and where he's going. And I'm very open about if that changes and I no longer am invested in where he's going, that he can go and be free, you know? And I would hope he would give me the same kind of grace, but I'm also very in love. So it's kind of like, and he's also a six two. So we both have those like, Oh, soulmate, long-term lover thing put on into our kind of consciousness as well. So Jasmine, what's up? No, I just, that was a great story. It was good to listen to Sorry. you. Yeah. Blah, 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 go off on my little. <laughs> no, it was, it was, it was great. Um, I, I did an eye roll a few times not because of you and your story, but like, you're like, well, you know, my whole life changed after we met. And it's just like, <sighs> great. So what are you not saying that that's going to, yes. uh, I, no. I want to be clear that that's, I don't say that's going to happen to you, but I also, I, well, I'm I open to me, that. I'm right, open yeah. to that. What I'm saying is that I'm open to that, but I guess it's, I almost, and I'm not going to cry because I'm going to get emotional. It's like, that sounds wonderful, but when is it going to happen? So it's maybe like, you have uh, too many rules around it, AC. I don't, though. I really, truly don't. Like, I don't have rules around it. It's like I'm, ve- I'm very, very open to the possibilities. Like I even said, like whoever I do meet, I don't see a long courtship. I see them making a decision, us getting engaged within the first six months, and then there you go. Like I but don't that's, have, about, that's a rule. It's a well, but I'm not gonna be with someone for five years and then we're just playing house. I've I, I've done that before. Yeah, and that didn't yeah pan out. So mm-hmm. it's just like yeah. So I'm just kind of like, well, when is that gonna happen? That sounds great and all, but I'm just like I'm trying to like release the pressure and the tension behind it, and then it's just like, well, let me you know, um, my career starting to take off the way I wanted to. So I'll focus on that. And it's just like, so it's, yeah. it's never going to be a, it feels like it's not going to ever be a balance or how do I make that balance kind of thing. So it's just, it feels almost kind of like unfair in a way, mm-hmm. like when it comes to like, what's up? When it comes to love, it's very, I've given so much to so many people and it's just like, I just want someone to give all of that to me. And so the space that I'm in now, it's kind of like, it's hard. 
Um, Cause you don't want to think about it. And I haven't thought about it. And then, you know, with the whole dog thing, I mean, you know, having to put my dog down that really like, kind of was just like, damn, I, w- I would have loved someone besides my parents, you know, to like be there for me and like hold my hand through it and like experience that. Um, so it's, it's a, it, that part is challenging because so many great things have happened in just so a short of time, short amount of time. And then have this one thing that, you know, that happened. And then it's just like, you know, being an only child, you get used to being by yourself, but you do want someone, you know what I mean? So it's just like, there are days where I'm just like, kind of like, I don't want to even say hopeless because I'm a very optimistic person. I'm just like, you know, I don't want to think about like, when is it going to happen? But the last few days I'm like, well, when is it going to happen? What do I need to do? Let me, you know, that whole thing. So I know when I finally was brave enough to start dating, um, I'm a very headstrong person, defined head, defined Ajna, defined throat. Like it's just all defined here. I had a very set idea about what dating was going to be. And I didn't even, I guess I wasn't even aware if that makes sense that I had that, those kind of set ideas on what dating should look like. And I feel like I'm with my partner now, I'm doing absolutely everything that I said I wouldn't do. Like my whole relationship is, is the opposite of what I thought it would be. Um, Derek and I are somebody who even went to high school together. He says we met when I was 12. I don't remember meeting him because it didn't have an effect on me. Uh, sorry. But he was dating my good friend all of high school. And I was so repulsed by the idea that I would end up with someone from high school because we're both from small towns. And I was like, Ugh, like that's, I can't do that. Um, but then like, he's, he's literally just wonderful. And I, I kind of had these moments where I was like, I'm not going to like, if you have a connection with this person, like, don't like, I didn't want people to think I was just a small town girl, um, marrying her, her, the neighbor. Do you know what I mean? Like that kind of energy. I was like, no, I got away from this. I moved, I moved away from this small town to get away from this. I went to school. I went through trauma. Like I, this is not my story. Um, but as soon as I was like trying to tell my story, it's like the universe had a way of getting in there and be like, mm, new story, new way of thinking. And in my experience, anytime I was being headstrong on what I think it should look like, how it should be. And like picture that like from a manifest or energetic too, it didn't go well. It never went well, you know? And if I felt like I got angry a lot or was like, had some duds in there and I didn't, I haven't really dated that many people to be honest, because I was so reserved, but reserved, I should say romantically and sexually. Like I was like, Nope. Like I, so I often feel like I missed out on some of that fun experience and we, I talk about that with my partner. I'm like, I didn't get to go have sex with all the people and like learn what I like. I had to learn what I like with you. And he's like, well, that's fine with me because I learned what I like. And it's like, hmm, well, <laughs> thanks. Um, but it's it's just like, it's it's not what I thought it would be. And I really headstrong had a certain idea of what I thought life would be for me and, and romantically speaking. And it's based on my parents, right? It's based on how what I saw them like and this is like turning into kind of like a heavy convo, even though it was like, meh, sex and sex. love, relationships, romance. But, sorry, like, no. sex and love. No, I think it's no, great. no, no, no. AC, you're, I'm thinking a lot about what you, what you just said. And I think that, I don't know. There's always, there's always this, like this vision, like what we, what we have, this vision in our head of what we think we want. Right. And then I think we think it has to be hard or I've done all of these other things and I've tried so hard and these people haven't worked for me, but there's a bunch of people out there for you. There's a bunch of them. There's not just one, a bunch, there's a shit ton of people mm-hmm. that are made to fall in love with you. And you just have to like, it's, I, I, I think it's almost like, um, it's like a, like an alignment. So you have to almost play a numbers game, you know, where you're like, Oh, not everyone's going to be the one there might be. Right. And I'm over that part. And like, and like, and also, so then, so then it's like, okay, let me get in front of these people. Like I have to, I have to get in front, just like your business, right? Like your business isn't going to do shit. If it only just lives in your house, you know, like it's mm-hmm. got to get out into the world and it has to like have its aura has to be felt. So 
right now, of course, you know, times are tough. We're in these trying times where it's tough to get out into the world and, and have people see your aura or feel your aura. But moving forward, being out and being open, just like I'm open to like love finding me. I'm open to love finding me. Love might just be like over here, like I'm at the grocery and there's love. Or a friend says, come meet me over here. There's a little bit of love. And then that person might be like, oh, you're like 50% of what I want next. You know, like you got to like give it, you have to like, you have to be, and that's fine. Yeah. It can be fun. It doesn't have to be like, uh, um, it doesn't have to be a chore. It doesn't have to be a drudgery. Like it can just be like, you could use your three, five there and say, oh, I'm going to do some experimentation. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to put my like nine my little sensitive self, my little 1949 over here to the side. And I'm going to use my three, five profile to have an experimentation. I like you. I don't like you. You expand me. You stifle me. Okay. You're pretty good over here. And it just becomes like a big Venn diagram. And then eventually you like mm-hmm. get to the you get to the person that you want to have. Also, you know, we're in unprecedented times and the ways in which we used to date might have to shift. So like some of us may only may develop these relationships online. I've never met any of you in real life and I absolutely have a relationship with you. You know, there, we may have to, the way we thought we would date or fall in love with people, it might change. And so now it's kind of a fun opportunity to be like, who knows what's going to happen. Uh, the rule, the rule book's gone. There should never have been a rule book in the first place. Now I get to just like have fun and experiment, really go into your three energy, like go on 30 dating sites if you want. You know what I mean? Like just be like, right, dude, no, I'm told I'm open for that. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm open for that. Just and that's why I'm, that's why I'm, <laughs> you're going to get my password. Yeah. We're going to do it. And you're going <laughs> to, my other friend yeah. is doing my profile yeah. and then I'm just going to show up. Yeah. Places. And I'm going to go, that's- I'm on my way. <laughs> and it's, going to be you on your way. (laughs) Hey, MGs, this is Jasmine here. Have you ever been stuck in a project or on a job where the energy has fallen flat? Here's a tip for you. It's okay to give yourself permission to quit and move on, but before you do, make sure to check in with your authority to make sure that you're completely done. You, me, we're in this together. Let's listen to each other. You're listening to each other, a human design centered podcast featuring an ensemble of energy types. 